they only shared one kiss together, but Luke and Leia. Well, I guess you don't know everything about women yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah. kissing your sister, you find out you're kissing your sister. Yeah, it doesn't get worse, actually. <laughs> Why does not make it your mother? <laughs> what stopped that? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, all the Skywalkers just going at it. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada, and I'm Gene Simmons. Welcome to the show. How are you today, Gene? You look a little different. I'm glad to be here, Joe and Tom. Let me see your tongue. (laughs) That's what Gene Simmons looks like if he gets COVID. (laughs) (laughs) With us again this week, one of our favorite guests, we have the doctor himself, Tom Snyder. Somebody give me a doctor! Because when I eat... When I watch you sleep, when I just look at you lately, I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm not sure what that's from. I'm assuming <laughs> that's that pertains to our topic this week, which is, we got a good one. We're doing a special Valentine's Day edition of Top 5. And we're going to do the Top 5 Relationships Gone Bad, Really Bad. Good one. And Ernie, you and your wife, we excluded you guys. You're too kind. Thank you. (laughs) But how are you guys doing this week? So we have, after this week, we have a two-parter with with the doctor coming up. So the doctor will be with us for the next few weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun. But we had to to break that two-parter up and and wedge this Valentine's Day special edition uh, in in, – in, in honor of Valentine's Day and all the beautiful relationships out there. I think this was your idea, right, Doctor? Oh, yeah. Beautiful relationships, flowers and butterflies, baby. <laughs> Nobody knows about... No one, speaking of beautiful flowers, Ernie, what's going on over there? I was uh, growing some stuff on the wall. <laughs> beautiful plants. Let me uh, fix the flowers up so nice, yes. <laughs> You'd be happy to to know that I beat back my little basses and commandeered my bedroom. I am not on location this week. (laughs) You you tied the children up in the other room and and you're you're in your house? I might have won the battle against the little bastards tonight. Not the war. (laughs) But I took over my bedroom. I took it back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if you can make the whole episode without them busting in. Ernie, so what's with the new background? I mean, what you getting some cash flow in from your uh, your fan base down under? Yeah, the money that we've been um taking in the huge amounts. I'm starting to put it back in the show. You know, I I bought a lot of stuff for myself with it, but you know, I'm also investing. 
I like that, the, the production <laughs> value. But I, Ernie, how come I haven't gotten my check yet and I'm the host? I'm surprised. You should check your mailbox. Uh, <laughs> I get it. All right, so let's start with, with – so, again, when we say top five relationships gone bad, really bad, it could be real life. It could be TV. It could be movies. It could be anything, news stories, whatever we want to do. So we're going we're gonna to pull these relationships for anywhere we want. Let's start with our, our guest today, the doctor, Tom Snyder. All right. Well, uh, when we were playing in a band back in, back in the day, we were playing in this place called Caves in Staten Island. And the band figured uh, they would tie one on at this gig. I was the only sober one on stage. And uh, when we, it's time to go on. <laughs> Whoa. I, all right, I'll rebut this story in a few minutes. Go ahead. It's got to be fiction. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I recall when we had to go on stage, our uh, bass player, um, I love him dearly. He was nowhere to be found. He was in the uh, bathroom crying his eyes out because uh, his girlfriend dumped him. And uh, we had to go on stage and he wouldn't come out of the bathroom. <laughs> so am I am I, you know, I, I had to go in there and use a word my father would say, you know, a phrase. It was uh, I'll give you something to cry about if you get on stage <laughs> right now. <laughs> Poor Brian. I cannot believe you're bringing that oh, up in this episode. Name. You are disgusting. I didn't say his last name. You're disgusting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've all been guilty of time went on and having a few tears over an ex. Now, let's just go back to the beginning of that story. You were the only sober one on stage? Really? That, is, that was correct. Really? You might have you been, because you, you couldn't keep your drum set from moving forward. That wasn't a drinking problem. <laughs> right. My drums I, were sliding that night. You had to stand in front of them, right? <laughs> I had to put one foot forward, one foot holding your bass drum back. When I was holding the mic. I remember that. And if anyone <laughs> out there is interested, Tom and my band Playground, it's on YouTube. You can go on my YouTube page. You can look up Playground. Our, our, all of our videos are up there. Some live performances from the famous Brooklyn Rock Club. Lamora is up there. We even have Playground World Tour t-shirts on sale on Amazon. I think we sold two or three of them already, Aaron. Can you believe it? Oh, we're in the big leagues now. <laughs> so when I said we were going to do real life, wearing these. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you really went right to Brian on number five. Wow, it's it's the only one. It's the only one out of my top five that I made personal. So I tried to touch a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and that, that came to mind. That was a funny uh, moment. Disgusting. And then shortly after yeah, that, yeah. if I remember correctly, you threw him out of the band. Don't, don't, don't go there again. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it on that okay. note. Uh, Ernie, your number five. Uh, okay, my number five, I chose uh, William Shatner and any female that was ever on Star Trek. I like Captain Kirk and shit. Captain Kirk will fuck anybody. I seen him beam down the planet. Ever see the episode where he fucked this green bitch? But wait, they didn't end bad. You know, Kirk always got, you know, got what he came for. 
<laughs> you don't remember the one where he actually got punched one out? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'm a big Trek fan. I do agree. Kirk, you know, Kirk had his way with the women. Oh, geez. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard a story about what happened with him and his wife when his wife was found murdered for real. I don't know. Pool. Is that true? Yeah. Really? I mean, a, lot of, a lot of people suspect it was, um, it had something to do with him. Really? Was he ever yeah. on trial or anything for that? No, he was never put on trial for it, but it's kind of uh, speculated that he had something to do with it. Wow. I, I was able to wing and sat in the fan, but now. Now you're a big <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> Woo. I like it. I, I do like Kirk yeah. and the and the, and the green women from uh, out of space that he was always hooking up with. <laughs> there's a few jokes here. I don't know what they are, but there's a few jokes. <laughs> what did he say? He had to be killed. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> she would have lived, but you had a very bad family doctor. <laughs> Take me, Scotty. Leave the dead body. <laughs> all right so I, I actually had a different one i'm gonna i'm gonna flip-flop my number four and five just because i feel like we're starting off with a, maybe a little comedy here so obviously snyder went uh with our old bandmate brian who you know was crushed crying in the bathroom and tommy's threatening his life to get on stage ernie goes with the infamous captain kirk and his uh all of his broads so i'm gonna i'm gonna flip i had i originally had this at number four I'm going to put it at number five just so we can stay on the same page as we open up the show. So I'm going to go with, and I can't believe we all kind of went this way, you know, at first. I'm going to go with an episode of Seinfeld where Jerry and his new girlfriend, we'll just, we'll call her Schmoopy. And if you remember correctly, all they did was call each other Schmoopy all episode and every, it was getting everyone sick. But in the same episode, they were making fun of a voice that Jerry made for her stomach that would growl sometimes. And they would go, hello, la, la, la. Hello? Hello. hello. <laughs> and in the episode, she gives him an ultimatum. She tells him, Jerry, it's either me or the voice. You can't have both. And he's like, wait a second. Are you telling me if I keep doing the voice, you're breaking up with me? And she goes, yes, that's right. You make the decision. And he goes, that, that's, that's a tough choice. And, you know, <laughs> he, he, you know, later in the episode, I think he kind of chooses her. But the way it ends badly is Kramer is developing this ball of uh, a ball to hold oil in. And they, they throw it from the roof to test it. And Schmoopy is down on the front, on the first floor, and she's about to get blasted by the ball of oil. And Jerry's screaming, hello, look out, hello. And she's like, I'm not looking, Jerry. If you keep doing that voice, I'm not looking. Sure enough, it ends with poor Schmoopy getting blasted with the ball of oil. Claire's right underneath that thing. Claire, hello. Leave this. I'm not looking up if you're going to do that voice. <laughs> this is going to be a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I didn't even think of Seinfeld with this. Every almost there was a, a failed relationship in almost every episode. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, what I went, wow. that's what I went for number five. So I'm glad we started off on a light note. I have a feeling it's all downhill from here. Yeah, no, I got uh, not funny after this. <laughs> all right, Doctor, you're up. Number four. Ah, number four. Hmm. I have to go with Frozen. <laughs> A true love's kiss. Oh, Anna. If only there was someone out there who loved you. You, you were so desperate for love. You were willing to marry me just like that. <laughs> Prince, Prince Hans and Anna. That uh, was a nice relationship there for a while. So <laughs> he tried to kill her and his sister and take over the royal family. I mean, that's pretty intense. <laughs> I mean, is this, is this something wrong with this? I mean, I don't see the problem. <laughs> you notice we're not being sexist. It's just always the male that's going to portray a lot of these things. So I just want to let you know. So far, so far. <laughs> yeah. So far. <laughs> it's a good one. I didn't think I didn't go that route again. There were so many ways to go in this episode. So many movies and, and TV shows and obviously real life news stories. So that was a good one. Earn I just any comments on that one? I th that was a great one. And I I want to throw my whole list out and start over now that I he just opened up these ideas. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I didn't even think that way. Disney has a lot of tragedy like that. <laughs> I can't I can't wait till she brings home her first boyfriend and I call him Prince Hans. <laughs> she's, she's gonna love it. So how's Prince Hans? Daddy, stop it. <laughs> oh god. All right, Aaron, what do you got? Oh my number four. It's uh there's nothing funny with this one up. Mike Tyson <laughs> and Robin Gibbons. And and how did that one end up again? Oh, uh, I, did he end up in jail? Or, uh, or was that for something else he went to jail for? He went to jail for rape, I know that. Oh. Yeah, but I don't think it was her, right? No, I think it was rape. But I know right. he, he abused, he abused her. Why don't you say it again, Ernie? I know he abused her, so. Yeah, and obviously I'm assuming getting abused by Tyson is a little terrifying. <laughs> oh, you seem, uh, you seem very down, are you okay? <laughs> Yeah, well, I, uh, I want to go back and do this all over with Disney movies, but. <laughs> well, Ernie, quickly change your list while, while we're talking. It's okay. You can do an audible. It's all right. Oh, the I, just added three more, I just added three more Seinfelds. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of my list is like this. Oh, oh and again, that's what's so good about doing these shows. We do not talk about our list. That's one of the rules of the show. We don't want to go over our list and... and you know, because then it opens up doors that you wouldn't have thought of. We want true first impressions, you know, not a lot of research done. Just, okay, off the top of your head, what you're thinking of. Maybe a little research to remember names and episodes or whatever you're thinking of. But I don't want to go through lists with people and compare because then you change stuff. So I'm glad. I'm glad. And, I, and I'm also always glad when Ernie is upset. So that always makes me happy. <laughs> Maybe we should start talking ahead of time. <laughs> <Compare>. <laughs> Uh, I'm just happy it's not Robin Gibbons that you're upset about. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I got to tell you, as, as bad as it was for her, I'm, I'm sure it was terrifying. 
she, I mean, that ruined his career too. It, not only, not the jail stuff, I'm saying she messed with his head and, and he, that's what he lost and everything. And he became, you know, just a shell of himself too. Poor guy. Exactly. <laughs> Let's give the guy some props. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> All right. So, so my number four, it's a movie. I love this movie. It's, it's called Sleeping with the Enemy. Not sure if you guys know this one. It's uh, Julia Roberts. She's in this really abusive relationship. And, of course, the man is the abuser, once again. And she actually fakes her own death to get away from this crazy bastard. And, you know, she's off in a small town somewhere living, and she's happy again. And the husband was uh, a neat freak, and he would always arrange the cabinets perfectly like alphabetical order and every every label on every can was perfectly set up and the towels were perfectly folded and if it wasn't like that he would lose his mind and it, there was a scene in the movie that was so it, it's so creepy to me the scene i could visualize it i just got chills thinking about it she thinks she's safe this is years later she's she's hiding from him she he thinks she's dead so she thinks he's okay it's you know it's totally safe she opens up the cabinets one one morning or one evening and everything is lined up perfectly. And you could just see the color drain from her face. She's terrified that he that found her. And, you know, obviously, you know, chaos ensues and, you know, it ends with, you know, the guy getting killed, of course, by her, you know, good for her. But it's just a terrifying movie. It's one of those really crazy stalker movies. One of my favorites. Excellent. Excellent. Couldn't agree more. That's a very eerie scene. Very well done. Very good. And really, that scene is what made me pick it. The movie is good, but that scene, knowing, yeah. oh, my God, the guy that I ran away from years ago found me, and, and you see the cabinets like that, I, it's creepy. <laughs> All right, Doctor, what are we up to? Your number three. Number three. I got to go uh, my boy, Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> have to go with him. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gotta I mean, go there. You know, there's a famous comedian that made a comment about this, and it was great. He says, uh, Valentine's Day, he says, you know, you send your, your, your wife, your girlfriend, some, a dozen roses. He sent his girlfriend his ear. He says, that makes a dozen roses look like a booger. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's when things go really bad. <laughs> I mean, what list, what, what other show, what podcast out there can have Van Gogh, Seinfeld, and Frozen in the same list? Well, Come on. And William Shatner. And, and Kirk, right. <laughs> Come on. Who has better topics than us? <laughs> he, he should have said, you'll always have a part of me wherever you go. Oh. Ah. So wait, g give me the story. Obviously, I know the ear and all that stuff, but what's the story behind it? Don't don't make me say it. Come don't, on. Don't. I scratched below the surface today, and it actually isn't what people thought it was. Well, give me a little. Give me a little. He was in a, he was in a he was in a brothel. He he married a prostitute. He didn't marry her actually. He he moved her in with her uh, illegitimate child, and his brother was against him marrying a prostitute, so he never married her. She ended up leaving. Okay, he never sent the ear to her. That that was this, you know, folklore or whatever. So he was in a brothel. He liked to go to these brothels and stuff. So he was with all these prostitutes, and he cut his ear off, and he handed it to uh, 
uh, I think it was a uh, work. She was like working there. It was a young girl that worked there. But why did he cut his ear off? Why? Uh, but Joe, you'd have to ask him. I don't know. <laughs> Ernie, you don't know this? Come on. I, I know he was mentally disturbed. I mean, he was mentally manic depressive and everything else. I mean, the guy was still nuts, you know? I mean, you can ask him, but he probably won't hear you. No, it, there we go. <laughs> it, uh, it always reminds me, though, when you mentioned cutting off the ear, the River Dogs is one of the greatest scenes of all time when he's singing in the ear. Hello? Uh-huh. Hello. Oh, so good. <laughs> Reservoir so dogs. Great. Reservoir dogs. Yes. Reservoir. No, that's so it. good. Hello. Hello. Oh, Can you scene. hear me? Oh, what a great scene. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You hear that? <laughs> awesome. Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. and, he's and the dead, music what? he was playing and as he did it. He's dancing the whole time, right? Oh, yep. so good. Yeah, that music he played was great. I forget what the Ernie, you probably know the song that was playing when he Stuck did in it. the middle of you. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> Very Perfect. good, Ernie. Great choice. <laughs> Obviously, it's all I'm good for. Much. <laughs> no, and now you're good for this beautiful background too. I can't get over how handsome you look. Thank you. I appreciate that. Are you? The you contrast have, really brings out. Is there also the like a Simmons. pillow behind your behind your head? What's behind your head right now? Don't blush. Don't blush. Don't blush. Don't blush. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait. Get closer. <laughs> don't blush. Don't blush. Don't blush. <laughs> all right Aaron what do you got number three oh my number three I mean they only shared one kiss together but Luke and Leia well I guess you don't know everything about women yet Yeah, when you're yeah. kissing your sister, you find out you're kissing your sister. <laughs> and he's like, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, he's a, yes, pretty bad. You're right. That's a that's a that relationship get, actually, that ended pretty bad. Yeah, it doesn't get worse actually. <laughs> I would have loved that. Um, the way Luke um, went like this when the second they found out that they were brother and sister. You see Han Solo do the same exact oh, thing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it would have been a great scene. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. I mean, great choice. Disgusting. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, got, I have four sisters. I'm ready to throw up. Thank you. I'm sorry now, about that. everyone out there know, knows that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Star Wars freak fanatic. I always, now, I look when I look back, of course the story is Lucas knew all along that Vader was the father and Luke and Leia were sisters. I call horse shit. I say there's no way he knew when filming the first Star Wars New Hope that Luke and Leia were going to be brother and sister because that scene wouldn't have happened. I don't think, I think he he wrote that in later. What do you guys think? I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you're you're right. The scene itself. Yeah, why would you, why would you even put it in? Why would you do it? Why does not make it your mother? <laughs> What's up there? <laughs> oh, what, yeah, all the Skywalkers just going at it. Of course. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. The shows go really, really bad. <laughs> oh. All right. So I, my number three, I got to go with the classic. I mean, everyone knows the story of OJ and Nicole. 
Oh. So you got to go, OJ. Did he do? I mean, I mean, there's so many documentaries out there and movies based on it. If I mean, who, if you think OJ didn't do this, I think you're out of your mind. I mean, come on. Did OJ do it or not? <laughs> I mean, give me a break. There's so much evidence against this guy. <laughs> How the hell did he get off? Listen. I know if the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. I get it, but I, it's ridiculous. I, shoveled, I just got done shoveling 36 inches of snow uh, yesterday. <laughs> they live here on the, on the full on the hill up here. But uh, my leather jet, my leather glove got wet. I put it on the radiator. It ain't going to fit me the next day. It ain't going to fit. <laughs> this isn't science. Of course. It's so ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. How does that get him off? It's so absurd. I don't know. I mean, know. again, if you watch the documentary and even the miniseries that they did on it, it is fascinating watching all the evidence that they had against him and how their case just crumbles after that. It's insane. Uh, it's um, the conspiracy theories were unbelievable. Oh. I'll tell you, the miniseries, the one with John Travolta, yes. is great. Great. Is it? Yes. Oh, oh it is I so good. That out. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Does it end the same way? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going to give it away. Nicole doesn't make it in this one either. She doesn't make you, it. Oh but, oh, but it's so entertaining. The, 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 uh, the John Travolta miniseries is yeah. highly recommended. So, I agree. Really. That's on Netflix, right? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Is it on Netflix, Aaron? I think I saw it I on Netflix. That's what I thought you guys were. I didn't know it was anywhere else. I, gotta I, forget, look it up. I forget what it's on. Yeah. Now, you know, only in America you could uh, be proven innocent in a court of law for murder and criminal and then lose in civil court. Right. <laughs> you got to love it, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, again, these are just beautiful stories we're telling from all the Valentine's Day uh, couples out there. We figured we'd revisit all the all the classics. All right, Tom, what do you got? Number two. Oh, oh boy. All right. Broke my heart, and I have to bring it up. See, I was a big Charlie's Angels fan when I was a kid. Loved Farrah Fawcett. This is mesmer. I had the, the cards, this, you know, the, the little uh, Charlie's Angels cards and stuff like that. And, and then I also loved the $6 million man. That was like one of my favorites. And when I found out in real life they got married, I was the happiest kid on the block. Yeah, maybe I might have changed. It's hard for me to say. I was I couldn't believe it. I couldn't have been more happier for Farrah, and I could have been more happier for Lee Majors. But I didn't know Lee Majors was gonna turn into a creep. <laughs> Stalking I, her, going to I don't to know sin. this story. Tell me the story. He actually started stalking her on her sets. Very jealous, punching guys really? out. Yeah. Oh, it just went really bad, really bad. And it, you know, I didn't care about that. I was just more upset that they got divorced. <laughs> you know, that stuff didn't come out. I'm like, oh, so he's a creep. Deal with him. He's a six million dollar man. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. Is that a creep? I mean, st I mean, obviously everyone was I'm after Farrah Fawcett. I mean, yeah, but is honestly, Joey, obviously you've never stalked before. Is he stalking her, or is he just? I mean, every guy is probably falling all all over Farrah Fawcett back then. He's jealous. He's on the set watching her, and guys are drooling all over her. 
you figure you had to lay out, lay out a couple, you know, goons. No, the funny thing is when he hit people, it was like in slow motion. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, the, the corn's coming out. Uh, <laughs> the corny jokes are coming out. King of, so, corn, king of the corn, king of the corn. That's right, it. Ready? So it changed, it changed my life. <laughs> what do you got? Number two. Uh, my number two. Uh, Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. I don't know what to say after that. I mean, he ended up in jail for the way he treated her. Yeah, I mean, was, but, but how does it end? How how do they officially end? Are they are they are they back together? They were on and off, on and right. off, on and right. off. There was a big thing with the rumor though, with the uh, from the tattoos that she gave him. Was what was it? Hepatitis. She, uh, yeah, hepatitis. hepatitis. Yes, that was a big rumor, and they both were yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean that's big. That was the that was you know. I mean this, there's so many disgusting stories out there, but you know rock stars and you know actresses and all that stuff. There's so much abuse in the world. I mean it's it's we could have we we this could have been a top thirty and we would have had plenty plenty left over. And every guy would have been a villain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, so my number two. All right, what do I do? I've been flip-flopping one and two all day, flip-flopping one and two. I'm going to go, this is a documentary. It's based on a real story of uh, Robert Durst. It's, he's a, a real estate mogul in, in Manhattan. And his wife was found murdered. The, the documentary is called Jinx. And no one has seen Kathleen Durst since. Durst was wanted for murder in Texas. He's a suspect for murders in Los Angeles. Why did he do this? No one knows. Why was he dressed like a woman? No one knows. The only witness left alive to even talk about it is Robert Durst. And his wife was found murdered, I think, in the early 80s. And then there was a couple other murders after that that he was never really tried for. And... You know, through the years, there's been speculation, of course, that he, you know, he was involved. And this filmmaker even made a movie about it. I think it was called All Good Things. And it, it was based on the life of Robert Durst. And Robert Durst loved this movie about, about what his life, you know, was speculated to be. He contacted the filmmaker and wanted to do an interview series with him discussing all of the, this, you know, all the- I see this, Joe. I saw this, I saw this. It was incredible. So throughout the show, and I'm gonna give the, if you don't wanna hear the ending, fast forward now, you know, maybe a minute or two, I'm gonna give Spoiler the ending. Spoiler alert. It's so, it's so fascinating how this- Spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you don't want to hear the ending, fast forward now. Huh? Huh? I can't believe he gave the ending away. <laughs> or, or cut off your ear. <laughs> so what happens, th you know, through this through this documentary, there's actually more evidence coming out about him possibly really committing all these murders. And the filmmakers can't believe what's going on as they're interviewing him. He's giving some little stuff away, and then investigators are investigating it through the series. It was a, 
I believe it was a five-part docu docu series on HBO. And at the end of the last episode, he's he's mic'd, and they're you know they're talking you know they're talking about finishing up the ep the episode, and you know the, you know the filmmakers like you know you know you know I, you know what what do you what do you what do you think you did? What did you do? And he goes, you know, let me let me take a little break for a minute. Let me take a little break. And I'm paraphrasing all this stuff. He goes into the restroom, takes takes a breather, you know, gets a sip of water, goes into the restroom. He doesn't realize realize that he's still Mike, and uh -oh. <laughs> you can hear him say to himself, "What did I do? I killed them all, of course." <laughs> and he says it on tape. Needless to say. Before the last episode airs, he gets arrested for life. He's arrested. He's in jail for all the murders. He basically confessed this moron on audio. Maybe, maybe it was on purpose. You know, you know, it looked. It sound, almost sounds Joe, like. Wasn't there, wasn't there something with the handwriting too? Yes. Yeah, so I, I think he, he wrote his handwriting. Asked him to he, sign something. Right. And he the did way it exactly. he he wrote the word Beverly in Beverly Hills a certain way with like an extra E, I think it was. Yeah, something and like that. And then they made him write it again in the same handwriting that they, they found as a, as a note or something in one of the murders, and the forensics matched it. So he was giving himself away the whole docu-series. It was absolutely incredible. Incredible. I, uh, you know, they say these serial killers, deep down inside, that they want to get caught eventually. Right. They actually get sloppy because they're tortured and they want to get caught. You know, it's not that, you know, it, it's just amazing. It really is. Yeah, that was a great, great, you know. Yeah, the relationship went bad there. I mean, I, it was great <laughs> up until it, it was so I good the show that I forget how he kills. I don't remember. But it was <sighs> this whole thing was so good. The ending, you didn't even need that payoff at the ending. That's how good the series was. But then when you hear him whisper that in the bathroom, yeah. what did I do? I killed them all, of course. It's you couldn't write a movie this good. It was that crazy. The yeah, it was good. Out. Ernie, if you haven't seen this, go watch it pre immediately. You got it. All right, Ern. Uh, so that was my number two. So we got we're back to the doctor. You we're gonna we're gonna go right to our number ones, and then we'll do honorable mentions later. Yep. I'm burping okay. up a storm. I'm drinking beers and bourbon. <laughs> We're going to go to our, just because, Doc, what we've been finding out, when we do our honorable mentions, especially I ruin all of Ernie's picks because I wind up rattling off three or four honorable mentions and I wind up saying Ernie's number one and then we have no, no payoff at the end. So let's do our number ones. Mm -hmm. And then what we're going to do is we'll go back to our honorable mentions. Okay? All right, Doc, oh. your number one relationship gone bad. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. One night, <laughs> one night after uh, drinking very heavily uh, and taking pills, he walked into no. the kitchen. He walked into the kitchen, and Sharon was there. And he told Sharon that uh, we've decided you have to go. And Sharon looked around. It was just Ozzy standing there, <laughs> and she kind of knew. <laughs> Something, something bad was about to go down now. <laughs> so Ozzy proceeded to choke her. Shut the hell up. Yeah, and he went to jail for it, too. But she didn't press charges fully, but he went to jail that night. They called the police on him and everything. 
I just think it's a. I just think it's funny when anyone. I don't care if it's a child. You know, we're talking about horror films again. It's just creepy when anyone, your grandmother, whoever, confronts you and goes, "We've decided." <laughs> it's like, whoa, like- <laughs> whoa, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I can only imagine what Sharon and he actually started choking her. So that's the, uh, yeah. Pretty what's cool. The t- what's the time frame of that? What years was that? I'd say ten years ago. I think uh, it's in oh. the video. Uh, the album "Scream" came out, and it's in the video when Sharon's fighting him in the kitchen. And he grabs her. It's from his point of view, and he grabs her by the throat. And that's um, the name of the song. I'm ashamed of myself. Life won't wait for you. It's the video. Ernie, you know this story, Ern? Ernie oh. knows this. <laughs> he does. Don't make me and Ernie come over and beat you up, Joe. <laughs> no, what's wrong with you? I mean, does anyone really still listen to Ozzy? Give me a break. He's he's, he's coming out with a new album this week. Oh Jesus Christ! Second he album for years. He can't even Unlike walk. Ozzy singing. Oh, look at Kiss. They came out with one album, and look, they've been touring ever since. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, Ernie, your number one bad relationship. This was such an obvious choice for me. This is taught in every single school, probably in the world. Two middle school kids. They end up so in love that they end up committing suicide, both of them. It's Romeo and Juliet. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, it's so funny. I didn't even think of them. Perfect. I, I, I mean. I thought he was going heavens. That one, oh, that one too. Also taught in every school. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that I'm going to say later, Doctor, that I thought you would have had, but just because of the way it kind of ended. But Romeo and Juliet, obviously classic, perfect. Just a note too: no more drinking beer for me on the show. I'm going to stick with my scotch. I've been burping this whole episode. I can't take it. I'm doing my jack. It's my first time. I'm always on the scotch. I'm drinking stupid beer tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Ernie, great choice. Uh, Wonderful choice. Now, just out of curiosity, was maybe possibly you and Colleen were going to break up due to your old background? Was that almost, did did that almost make the episode? She said, if I didn't make this nicer, me and Colleen would have been in the top five, yes. And it would have been somehow it would have been her choking you too. I would have loved it. <laughs> like Ozzy. That chubby <laughs> little neck. We've decided you have to go, Colleen. <laughs> nah, she'll be mad at me, if anything. <laughs> no, yo, she would have said it to you. We decided you have to go, Ernie. And you'd have been like, who's we? And all the kids would have all been standing behind her. <laughs> <laughs> with bats. <laughs> with with, with rake eyes. <laughs> They have torches and rakes. Yep. <laughs> like this. Red rum. Red rum. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So my number one, I cannot believe it hasn't been said. Uh, I mean, if this is not the worst ending to any relationship in the history of the world, I don't know what the hell is. Yes, you guessed it. John Wayne Bobbitt and Lorena. I mean, <laughs> look, they both just shifted in their chairs. Every, every, oh. every guy goes, Whoo. 
I sprung up in a silent scream and holding myself and I couldn't stop bleeding. That was the moment John Bobbitt realized his penis was cut off. I mean, what, I don't care what this poor bastard did to her. He did not deserve this. I don't care what he did. Not only did she chop it off, she took it with her, drove for a little while, and then threw it out the window. I mean, what the hell kind of sick maniac is this? Where, what, where, what is she thinking? Not only to do it, but to take it with her in the car, then she starts driving and then opens the, she still has it? How are you driving? I, How are you even driving? If I'm a woman and I'm gonna do something like that, my final move is cut it off and then flick it on his chest and then walk out. That's the finishing move. It's like Mortal Kombat. Right. So you flick it. Finish him. That's it. And then you leave it. But to take it with you, well, maybe she loved, maybe she loved this penis and not him. I don't know. She was very attached to it. She took the best part. Took the best part of him. <laughs> and she returned to ear. <laughs> Since I can't have all of you. I'm taking some of you. <laughs> Whew, I mean, ah, yeah. What do you say about that? How do you not? How do you not have that up there? You, I mean, this is this is the be all end all of bad relationships, right here, right? I, I, I don't even know what to say. Um, his, he must have been so stunned. His, like, I would never came out of that face. I still being, fifteen years later, I still be like this. <laughs> That's how I'd be walking around. That's it. But, but the crazy bastard that he is sewed it back on and it went to pornos. Well, hold on. He didn't sew it back on. I don't well, think he, he, he didn't, He's not he Rambo. Staple, he didn't staple gun it, you know, at home. I didn't call him Rambo. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got Spidey's father to do it. <laughs> he, he was on Howard Stern. Mikey, I don't know if I did it right, Mikey. They said I did it right. They said I did it right, Mikey. She threw it out the window. You piece of penis. <laughs> For anyone uh, who doesn't know what that is, so Tommy and I have a cartoon we're developing with Gilbert Gottfried, and it's called Victor. And Victor is based on our friend's father, Mike. And Victor talks like this, Mikey, I don't know what you're talking about, Mikey. Screw you, you have a heap! When I catch you, I'm ripping your wrinkled balls off! Victor! Hey, hey wait a second! Ah! He was a maniac that talked like that, and he told us a story one time where he was on a beach swimming in... in where was he? I think it was Greece. I think it was Greece too. I was going to say Greece, but why the hell was it Greece? But anyway, not, the, I think not was... the movie Greece too. Not right, the movie not... Greece too. <laughs> no, not in the movie Greece. He was swimming <laughs> in Greece in the Mediterranean Sea or something, and he saw a cliff diver jump and smash his head on the rocks below. And he said his brain, <laughs> this is a true story, <laughs> his brain popped out of his head. And his brain was in the ocean. It and was floating Vic right next to the body. It yes, was Victor, Victor swam over, backstroking like this. 
<laughs> and he, he he grabbed the brain and he shoved it back in his head and swam him to shore where the EMT were waiting. And he tells the story and he goes, Mikey, I don't know if I put the brain back in right, Mikey. They tell me, they, they tell me I put it back right, Mikey. I did it right. The, the guy actually walked. The guy actually walks backwards to this day. <laughs> but uh, no, the, the reason for the voice that Joey's doing is because the guy knew like fifteen voices. Uh, excuse me, fifteen languages around the world. He was genius, very bilingual. Beyond, he just took all the sixteen, fifteen languages he learned and crammed them into the American English language, and that's what you got. And it was it's hysterical. You know, so that and again, that's why we're doing that voice and we're talking about so you know, God damn. they all oh, no, not like this, not like this, not this. So, so when we're talking about you know, sewing the penis back on, it reminded us of the story of Victor shoving the brain back in the body. Which, from Victor's account, that person lived, shoved the brain in, put the skull back on, and sent them on his way. I think he kept paddling some, some duct tape. Some duct tape. He was good to go. He was good. Funny. Do you know why he he um backstroked? By the way, why? So he so he went out lose his cigar that he was smoking at the time. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, Mikey. <laughs> I didn't even lose the cigar, Mikey. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my number one. This is a great episode, but I, I know Joey, between Joey, the three of us, we must give the uh, give the trailer. Web so that people can actually go on and see the trailer. I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna post the trailer during this scene. I'll they post. Think it. They think Victor's normal, and we're out of our minds right now. So. <laughs> I, I will. I will show a clip of Victor on here. Like I said, we we mentioned Gilbert Gottfried is on board too. Gilbert's playing a Hasidic Jewish midget typecasting, maybe. But you know, he, he we had to get him for the part. So we'll show wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Typecasting. Are you what? saying all midgets are Jewish? <laughs> no, you stupid bastard. I'm saying, what other part could Gilbert Gottfried play? <laughs> Ernie, look at this fancy chair you have here. It's amazing. What is this? this it's, not like a real it's not a real chair. It's a piece of paper of a picture of a real chair. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like the, the, the Kirk scene on the Enterprise. What do you got there? <laughs> it's one illusion, Joe. <laughs> Did Colleen really drape really a piece of paper over your old chair to look like a fancy chair? Oh, I don't know what the, how to respond to this question. It's a it's a paper picture of Ernie, and he's just sticking his tongue through the mouth. <laughs> well, whatever your wife is doing, it looks marvelous. Yes, keep it up. Tell her to keep it up. Send I will tell her. Thank you. All right, so that's our list. We all did our number ones. I know we have a lot of honorable mentions. So, Doctor, give us give us one or two, and we'll go around we'll go around the horn here. All right. Well, I started off with the quote. War of the Roses. Yes. It is the, uh, and I got to be honest with you, I asked people about this topic, my sisters, and everyone said War of the Roses. It was the first thing that came up, War of the Roses, War of the Roses. So I had to, I didn't want to be cliche and use it, but I tell you what, I, I watched it a long time ago, and I just watched the outtakes of it. It is funny. And that quote is basically Mike Douglas asking his wife, what he did wrong by supporting her and putting a beautiful house surrounding her and taking care of her. He just wants an answer. Why she's treating him so badly. 
and disrespectfully. And then she starts off because, because, and that's the whole quote. But there's a really funny scene too, where he's walking, you know, I can't, I am not condoning physical violence and I don't want anyone to think that. Everyone should keep their hands in their pockets and walk, walk away if you're hot-headed. But uh, to see a man and a woman wrestle and beat each other up physically is kind of funny because Mike Douglas is not a big guy in stature. And Catherine Turner is pretty like a, she comes off as a tough broad. Yeah. So she, she, she holds her own in this. So to see them both physically fighting is hysterical in itself. But um, there's a scene when he walks in and it's a dark, dark living room. They've just been beating each other. And he throws a giant vase across the room and it's the housekeeper. And she just walks in the room and she's mortified. He goes, I'm sorry, I thought you were my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, and uh, Danny DeVito directed it. He's the, he's the lawyer. He's the divorce lawyer caught between the two. And uh, I, I got to be honest with you, everyone was right by saying it. Because when I went back and looked at it, it's like grumpy old men on steroids, but divorce. I mean, it, it is is that outrageous. And they hate each other that much. It's funny. I remember it, it's one of those movies that it was came up in my mind when we were doing this topic, but... I haven't seen it in such a long time that I, I had couldn't, I could, yeah, I couldn't think of all the scenes in it and I just didn't have the time to go watch it, but it was definitely one of the movies that I remembered that, you know, fit this topic. There was a, well, obviously a lot. After that quote that she gives, you know, the, the, the opening quote I gave, he goes, go ahead then, smash me in the face. Go ahead. <laughs> and she, she just clocks him and almost knocks him out. So she gives it to him too. So it's good, good for the girls. One for the girls. I like it. And Ernie, I, I guess Bob it too. One for the girls too. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, Bob, Lorena, Bobbitt makes up for all the other girls I, below that, that got abused. So we're there. We're even. We, I think we ended even. And I just got one more to throw in there, and uh, it's Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, good one. Uh, and not only is it, it uh, one of the greatest movies ever made, I think it won Academy Award, didn't it? That's, uh yeah, won, yeah. What year? She earned? won. She always won. Yeah. Oh, I would have said 80. <laughs> and uh she won as always. She won uh best actress, but it really showed how the system back is tilted. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but it really showed that how a husband can step up and be a daddy when she had mental problems and left and abandoned her son with him, and how he changes his whole life around. You know, and shows how hard it is to be a mom, like a single mom. Let's put it that way. And it's amazing. And then she gets her rich family to get good lawyers, and the rest is history. But it's an amazing emotional roller coaster movie, and it's a one of the great. I guess I guess I would put a top twenty films of all time. Classic. Off the top of my yeah. head. It's funny that you mentioned that movie. I just made me think that whenever my wife we have a disagreement, and she really wants to threaten me. She goes, I'm leaving and I'm not taking the kids. <laughs> Perfect. Now that's a threat. I'll wait for the next, I'll wait for the sequel. Lamonti versus Lamonti. That's <laughs> a real deal. We know who wins. <laughs> Doctor, we know who wins that battle. Hands down. Hands all she's got down. all she's gotta do is 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 get a water gun filled with milk. <laughs> He's dead. He's done. He's done. I'm melting. <laughs> applesauce. <laughs> applesauce. Green applesauce. I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, All right, you know, what she, do you got? She, could, she might be a little fake a death, but then later on, Ernie will come to look in the cabinet and she'll see throw up in the cabinet and know that Ernie's been tasting it. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's funny if you if you watched last week's episode, you'll know what we were talking about. Last week we discussed Ernie's milk allergy, so go back and watch the episode. We describe it in great detail. Ernie, what do you got for honorable mentions? Uh, this is uh, this was not planned. This is a weird coincidence, but the very next movie after War of the Roses that Michael Douglas did, Fatal Attraction. It's on my list. I didn't mention. I can't it. believe it didn't make the. T- I I almost. It, it was on my top five all week, but it was almost too on the nose. It's the first, to me, it's the first one everyone thinks about, right? Yep. It, it, it yeah. Uh, I mean, that scene when she, what she, what did she boil the bunny or something, right? Yep. <laughs> I, 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 why am I laughing? Wait a minute. I mean, <laughs> it's awful. She, the, the pet bunny of the family, she, they find it in a pot on the stove <laughs> boiling, right? Ernie, I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just in that in that in that mood now. I'm laughing at everything. But, right. Isn't it crazy though that Michael Douglas, those two movies in a row, and then the next movie is Basic Instinct. Oh, <laughs> and then wow. the next movie is Disclosure. Every one well, of these I movies we, got the same thing, same story. I think we have a Michael Douglas fan. <laughs> I didn't even realize what a sick that sick bastard Michael Douglas. Does, does All he does Douglas... is drive women nuts in this movie. Ernie, does Michael Douglas know that you're stalking him? <laughs> That's got to be a weird coincidence, though. Every single one of the movies is him with an insane woman. We need to wow. look up his marriage in real life at that time, what yep. he was going through. <laughs> Ernie, what do you got? And give me another one. Uh, Padme and Anakin. No! You're with him! You brought him here to kill me. No. Let her go, Anakin. Anakin. Let her go. <gasps> yeah, that doesn't end oh. good. That's true. You're right. Why wow. did I miss that one? God damn it. Shame on you. Ernie, I hit, you know what? I'm the editor. I edit right in. My number one pick. <laughs> There's going to be no more shows after this because I'll tell you right now, I won't be here anymore. I don't even know if everything's going to be together. You hate him for Star Wars. He hates me for Disney. The Disney was a great one. Was a great How one. did I, I forget on the- Anakin and Padme? That's, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I think he, that, he chokes her with the... Oh, my God. It's so good. He chokes her with the Force. Yes. Oh. That, I mean, that what makes the- like that. That makes uh, OJ look like an altar boy. I mean, that's <laughs> that's good stuff, Ernie. Nice Are you Ernie. on Star Wars, Ernie? Yeah, it seems like I really got fixated on Star Wars for a while. Yeah, because I I don't recall you when we were growing up, and you know I had all the toys. You didn't. I was just curious because you never really went to Star Wars. I didn't have, need the toys. I just, I, I played with yours. <laughs> <laughs> Small, small kid. Well, I should say your parents are real small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I've been a firm believer all these years that he's not allergic to milk. His parents were just too cheap to buy for him as a kid. He had drink the water instead. Oh, I we hated him. I, well, I hated him. Easter time, we all got candy. It was another Christmas day for Ernie. Oh yeah, right. he, he got couldn't get his chocolate right. But he got toys like another Christmas. We go over there. He had his. By the way, I have a Odyssey too, Ernie. 
Nope. It's all ready to go. It's all packaged. It's been packaged up for, for 15 years now. 15? Odyssey's about 50 years old. Hand it in the Zoom. Well, it wasn't packed and sealed for those years. <laughs> all right, I got, a couple, I, I got a couple honorable mentions here. So I'm going to go one scary serious and one funny. Uh, we'll go scary serious first. I'm surprised again. One of the classics, Misery. The operation was called hobbling. Danny, whatever you think I'm not doing, please don't do it. Danny, for God. I mean, oh. if this is not an obsession, <laughs> Kathy Bates, if, if you're not scared of Kathy Bates at, by the end of that movie, holy God. I, I thought I thought about that. I, I really did. I said, that's amazing. I just watched it the other night, actually. And but you're right. There was a, in her head. She had a relationship with him. Exactly right. There was but no real relationship. Out. But as you're far right. as she was concerned, she, you know, they were, they, you know, they were very close. Right, right. Yeah, uh, man, that movie is. You read the book, obviously. I didn't. Yeah, the book is the book is different. She amputates in the book. The book is different. And then she but takes I, a blowtorch. Right. I gotta tell you, in, in, in a weird way. Just because, you know, you know, and we'll talk about this in our horror movie episode, which uh, comes out next week. The breaking of his ankle with that with that board. Hobbling. It, yeah, was, hobbling. it, it was it was more graphic because, you know, a, a, an amputation, if you show it, it's almost too gory by showing her breaking the ankle. You don't see gore. You just see the ankle go. God, my I mean, you still get chills thinking about it. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh. I had read I had read that. You know how they did that? There was a, a fish in the sock. That's why it didn't whoop any punch when, when she hit it. Is that true? Yeah. I read that somewhere. What? <laughs> obviously, that's not, obviously, that's not his real foot when she hits it. Definitely <laughs> not his real foot, no. <laughs> I don't know what's scary, getting kidnapped by someone who, like, has a fatal attraction with me and beats me with a fish in the sock. I don't. It's pretty scary stuff. Guys, this is a great one. Uh, happy Valentine's, every everybody out there. This this will get you through if you're miserable for Valentine's or you're happy. I think this episode will get you through the wonderful holiday coming up. This will be out uh, right before Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoy it. If you have any uh, crazy bad relationship stories that you want to post. Whether it's real life, whether it's TV, movies, let us know. What did we forget? Uh, any last words, Ern? No, I'm good. <laughs> Doctor? On a serious note, I know we joked about a lot of uh, abuse tonight with women and men and stuff like that. And I, all three of us are just laughing about the movies and stuff like that. And uh, I, I mean, God bless you ladies for dealing with us. And uh, happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, everyone. <laughs> Yes, everyone. And tune in next week. The Doctor will be back for our, our first part of our horror movies, top five horror movies. And then we'll follow that up with top five horror movie scenes. So we got our first two-part episode of top five. Thanks, guys. This was a good one.
Later, boys. Bye, everybody. Screw you, you have a heap. When I catch you, I'm ripping your wrinkled balls off. Victor! Hey, hey wait a second! Ow! Once upon a time, there was a Hasidic Jewish midget named Stubby. He had a dream. I want to be a member of the Jewish Defense League. But things didn't quite work out. We cannot let you in. You're only a half a Jew. What do you mean, half a Jew? Look, you see? Hey, hey wait a second. Abandoned and betrayed by his own faith, an unstoppable force was born. I will start my own organization, and we will be feared by all. The Unbeknownst to Stymie, this unstoppable force was about to meet an immovable object. Victor. Look at this. A little hairy baby Jew. How cute. Ah! Put me down, you enormous psychopath. Gucci Gucci Jew. Ow! The ladies find him irresistible. His family, certifiable. Good night, Pilgrim. Good night, my duke. rock a bye pill. If only Stymie could get his stubby little hands on Victor. There he is! MDL attack! Uh-oh! Victor's only hope lies in the hands of his retarded hatchling of a son, Mikey. Superhero extraordinaire! As soon as the spider becomes radioactive, I'll have it bite me. Then I will be the next Spider-Man! Well, sort of. Oh, hi, Mikey. Goddamn! Disillusioned, Mikey mistakes his love goo for superpowers. You can order sticky stuff in my pants! Oh my god, gross. Can a lovable madman... Happy man, Victor! ...and a vertically challenged Jew... You son of a giant bitch! ...live in the same city... I will have my revenge on you, Victor. The MDL is coming for you! Without beating each other's senseless. <laughs> I don't get one and a half a Jew. My parents were born in the Holy Land. And like my grandfather would say, which meant good morning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.